0: Everybody, We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League Podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in OWL and at Believe.com.
1: This week, we talk about NFTs overwatch 2 and the beginning of the overwatch league
0: hello hello everybody hope you're having a fantastic week welcome to the first episode of the fourth season of of the believe in overwatch league podcast as you can tell by the uh same theme music i i did not get a chance to to change our theme song this last this week because i was busy but I will get to it this weekend. I hope I I I probably will. I have time this weekend, so I will probably update it unless I decide that I just like our, our current theme music so much, but anyway, Kevin, how are things in the world of, of, of escape rooms and Kevin?
1: Uh, very, very busy. I, I've really just been chilling and trying to like find time to relax, but, uh, you know, right now we just need, I, I need, I need money. So this is why we're here. Um, but, Speaking of, uh, escape rooms or earlier today before the podcast, um, I actually ran, uh, I went to an escape room, which is under the same branch as the one that I work at. And, uh, we played in San Mateo, which is like probably an hour drive away um, from where I normally am. So that is uh, definitely something that took me a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but we went over there, played a couple of the rooms that we don't have and, uh, and had a lot of fun. I, I went with a bunch of, I went with like half the people like I remember from high school, um, and then everyone else is like brand new to me. They're all like work friends of like mm-hmm. one of my friends. So we we all just met up for the first time, and they were they were all really chill people. So it's just really cool to like, um, it's really cool to see all that and like to experience you know an escape room with new people. And it's really funny and really fun. Uh, How about you, Matt? How's how's your week going and how's how's everything going
0: on your end? It's been it's been busy. Um, Not not so much at work. Work was mostly I mean, day job was mostly easy. Um, But we also had the festival start this week. So I went on. I couldn't go Thursday because I had to do day job. But then I went Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then I'm going um, tomorrow, which is Thursday or technically today because it's 12.02 a.m., but today was just Thursday and tomorrow, Friday, and that'll be the end of it for this year, Um, or at least for the first half of the year. I don't know if we might do something else in the latter half. Um, But, yeah, it it was mostly easy. There were only two weird people. One of them was some middle-aged dude with a mustache who kept, like, going around to women and asking them to take their photos, which was really creepy, including – Andrea Bang, who if you've seen Kim's Convenience, um, she plays Janet, and she was at the festival because she has two movies in it. Um, oh, but cool. he was he was creeping on her, which was eh. And then he was creeping on just some random women, which is eh. And then he, at one point, I think cornered some woman in a, a, a the, the parking garage, and then was asking to take her photo, which is eh. Then he came back the next day and asked this woman to take her photo and she had a baby with her and she didn't feel safe. So like we asked our our security, like our, our festival security to, to ask him to leave. And thankfully he did like without incident. So that was good. Um, and then there was another weirdo guy, which like the, the DGA, like Directors Guild of America, that's where we were um, hosting the first half of the festival. We'll be in little Tokyo for the second half but like the DGA security, I'm sure they're nice folks, but they did not do their job at all. Cause there's this like, whenever there'd be like a weird person coming in who's like just dressed weirdly and like was actually there for the festival and had tickets, they would kind of like sidle up and be like, do we need to kick this person out? But it's like, no, they're, yes, they kind of look funny just by how they're dressed, but like they had tickets, they were supposed to be here. They were perfectly nice people. Um, but there's this one really, like, tall European white dude who wandered in at one point. And, like, at first I thought he was just there as a guest of the festival. And he was, like, wandering up to groups of people. Um, and then, like, after he'd leave from talking to them, they'd all put their masks on. So I thought, okay, maybe he's just some, like, really conscious guest about um, people wearing their masks. But then he came up to me, and I don't know what he was talking about, but I think he was telling me to take my mask off off for whatever reason i was very confused but he was like angry at me for wearing my mask and then he'd wander over to another group of people and then they'd put their masks on and then he would like glare at me and shout at me or whatever and then i just had no idea what he was saying um and then at some point this homeless lady wandered in and she wasn't bothering anybody but like and maybe she shouldn't have been there but she wasn't bothering anybody uh and then this tall european asshole goes up to her and starts shouting at her. And I think they started shouting the N-word at each other. And at that point, that's when the DGA security should have, like, kicked them both out. Um, But the homeless lady ran away, and then they just kind of left him alone, and he tried to get into an event and take the microphone and talk. And that's when we kicked him out. Um, But that was probably the most exciting thing that happened my entire weekend, besides walking next to Andrea Bang.
1: Yeah, was, was she cool? Was she a cool person to hang out with?
0: I didn't actually get to talk to her because I didn't want to be that guy. And she was like, always like with people, always talking to them. And I didn't want to interrupt her conversation by saying, Hey, I'm a fan. Can I take a photo? Which like, she probably would have been cool with it. Cause obviously creepy guy was able to get a photo with her. So she probably would have been cool with it. And I found my, my copy of Kim's convenience, the play of today. <laughs> so dang, if I only had brought it, um, I probably would have asked her to sign it at that point and ask for a photo. but. She seemed like she was pretty cool because like she didn't seem standoffish. She was like talking with people, so.
1: Yeah, she's just, just really chill overall and yeah, I I feel that, especially like when when you do have that level of like I guess just people know who you are. It's kind of Right. kind of crazy, but yeah. Um it was just, it was crazy. There's just like a lot of lot of stuff going on you know Mm -hmm.
0: i haven't seen i didn't see dante bosco this year this is the first year that we've been a person that i didn't see him Mm. um if you don't know who dante bosco is he's he's zuko he's jake long he's rufio um but yeah this is that was strange i was anticipating seeing him but i have two more days so we'll see if he shows up or if there is also a couple other days that i didn't go but we'll see if he shows up or i'll see i'll tell you about it (laughs) um Anyway, so let's get into the news of the week because whatever for whatever reason Zoom is limiting us to forty minutes, and we can go over by just doing another session of, of Zoom. But let's let's try to crank this out in forty minutes. Um, so uh, for for this week's news section, this week in the geek stuff, um, as we, uh, new season but same topics NFTs. So. The market is collapsing, apparently. Like, NFTs are, are just not pulling their own weight. They're not performing as anticipated. Um, according to thegamer.com, um, sales are down as, as much as 92% um, since September, which is, I guess, when they started tracking a lot of this information. Um, so according to information from the Wall Street Journal – NFT sales have dropped from a daily average of 225,000 to only 19,000, and that number continues to decline, um, as well as, like, the actual value of NFTs are are dropping. For example, Jack Dorsey, who founded Twitter, his first tweet was sold as an NFT last year for $2.9 million, but bids for it when it went on sale again didn't go higher than 14,000, so that is a huge decrease in price. Um, it's, it's also been noted that, like, um, metaverse gaming or, or, or a lot of the gaming that is requiring or is built upon um, NFTs, microtransactions with like Bitcoin, um, and other, other cryptocurrency are also. Not doing as well. Um, CoinDesk noted that several NFT games are losing both players and their tokens that they are built upon are losing their value. Um, so it's interesting to see how, or it's just my wonder is like, why is why are they dropping now? Like, wh- like these have been a scam. These have been kind of sketchy. From the beginning, there's been scams left and right, but it's only now that this thing is happening. And also, um, Square Enix, the, the video game company, uh, they're not probably not having the best of luck right now. They're probably kicking themselves because they they have just sold Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, um, and, and a bunch of other their properties like Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, Thief. Um, they sold all of those properties. Because Square Enix was looking to launch new businesses by using the money that they got from that to invest in NFTs and blockchain and AI and the cloud. Um, And then now with, with the collapse in that, they probably just lost a lot of their properties, their IP, and potential future earnings all for nothing. So good job, Square Enix.
1: Yeah, they they kinda they kind of shot themselves there. Um I mean, uh, they, uh I hate I hate to say this, but uh you know, Sony, if you want to pick them up now, that now, now's a good time. <laughs> now's a good time to pick up Square Enix if you if you're trying to play the bidding war with uh with Microsoft, you know. Oh
0: yeah, just imagine like all of those exclusives could be yours.
1: Yeah, have anything from Square Enix, you have Insomniac still, like you you're just
0: pretty much set. It'd be crazy, but uh yeah i've never heard of this group the embracer group but that's apparently who square enix is actually selling all of this to but then sony can just go and swoop in and buy them exactly so they don't have to negotiate of all of these ips they could just pick them up i mean like i knew i know tomb raider at least for one point was i think for maybe six months one of the tomb raider games was exclusive to playstation then it came to xbox but I mean, Sony's no stranger to um, exclusives with with Square Enix properties, so this might be a, a good way for them to, like you said, Kevin, get a leg up on Microsoft by adding to their their original IP and exclusive library.
1: Yeah, they they could definitely make the play if they wanted to, um, but you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, but yeah, I, I I do think that it is definitely going to be. An interesting time for everybody who tried to invest it once again, like, the value of things are dependent on the people who want it. So I mean, if we all just collectively agree that NFTs are like just not worth it, like a lot of people won't pay into it. And I feel like that's what's happening clearly right now. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting.
0: It's so strange because, like, a lot, I feel like in a lot of history, like, you can see it with Apple, like, if a big company like Apple, like, forces a change and, like, drives something hard enough, it tends to be, like, people will grumble about it and then kind of give in to it. Like, for example, um, I mean, I, I I just bought an iPod today because iPods are being, um, like, they're not no longer being manufactured. So just as an example, with this iPod that I just bought, it has the Lightning port and it has the um, the headphone jack, right? Um, mm-hmm. Every time that Apple makes a change, people will grumble about it, but they'll kind they they have no choice. In in essence, if they want to buy an Apple product, they'll just give in and buy. They'll replace all their cords. Like after this iPod came out, Apple went and said, "Okay, we're not doing headphone jacks anymore. We're just doing the Lightning port." So now you have if you have um headphones and you want to listen to your, your phone, you either have to buy a new set of headphones with that that um that jack, the, the, the lightning jack, you have to buy a dongle, or you have to buy AirPods or or use something that has Bluetooth. Um and it's interesting here because I feel like with companies going so hard, it, it's just it's not taking off. Yes, there are people who are investing in crypto and i think they're stupid but like it's not catching on as widely i think as much as we cover this stuff it's not becoming as ingratiated into mainstream life and culture as fast as they'd like it to be mm-hmm. you know yeah so i'm i'm wondering it's like why do you think that people haven't grabbed onto this and like just kind of accepted it as the future as much as like maybe some other products or some other things like DLCs just became like, okay, we, we hate it, but we accept it kind of a thing. Like, so why why is NFT and you think the metaverse not gone down that same path with companies trying to make games exclusively based on NFTs in the metaverse? And it's just not holding.
1: Um, I I feel like it's, it's a mix of two things. Uh, One is accessibility to said games and the accessibility to like certain like features. Right. Um, the other one is, is pretty much just like the overall, like, I I guess stigma about it. Like, just like, there's no, there's nothing to really be excited for, for NFTs. Like, what do they, what do they benefit you personally? Like, yeah, now you own a picture, whatever. Uh, like I can just control copy that and and use it now, but, that doesn't, that doesn't really make it worth much because like we we understand like NFTs are supposed to be like digital art and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. having, you know, like the official rights to certain things, but like, that's what a copyright is for. Like you just, you just file for a copyright. Now you own it on a legal or like side of it. And then if you want to trade a trade or like give away the rights to it, you could sell the rights to it, like through, you know, the way how we've always done it. Uh, <laughs> But at the same time, like it, it's just it's weird. They they try to just make it all digital and and like there's no ways how we could really use it, uh, besides getting a hexagon in your Twitter profile. That's about it. Um,
0: oh god! Oh, they're trying to bring the NFT stuff into Instagram too now, and I'm guessing Facebook because it's the same company.
1: Yeah, and and the thing for the metaverse, like the metaverse is supposed to be like as as you were pushing, I believe, like last last time we were here it was um like. It's supposed to be like Internet 2.0, right? It's supposed to be like 3.0, technically. Yeah, like, 2.0 right now. Yeah, it's it's like the ability to like take you as your own self into different games. Everything's tied up in one, and hoping that like it works that way. But the main concept behind that is to use, um, how can I describe it? You're supposed to use like vr in order to get there get to that point so it's you're you're 100 immersed in that way but vr is still a very expensive thing to get into it's not like you can have vr and just expect to have all the money going your way um or like it, it's not just an accessible thing that's in everybody's house so mm-hmm. until you make like vr super affordable and a, a way for everybody to really gain access to it um you're not going to get a ton of people on board until that happens so um i really do wish that companies can can take that like idea if they are going to try to push for the metaverse again right like do another thing you have to keep in mind that like people need access to it in the first place like the only reason why we have like such a good internet now is cuz the technology of you know computers have essentially been dialed down to our phones or yeah you know our laptops but like we don't have vr everywhere like we can't put our I, I i would hate this but like we can't just like put our cell phone on our eyeballs and just like expect us to be in the metaverse right so like it is going to take a long time before we get there um i i think that you know it's it's an idea in the future but accessibility to it is very difficult right now
0: before we move on, I'm just, I just saw a story. Um, I'm not gonna really. I'm gonna go very sur- very surface level into this because it, it's ridiculous. Here's the headline: Ezra Miller claims they film assaults for NFTs in body cam footage from Hawaii arrest. So when Ezra Miller was being arrested in Hawaii, apparently they were they said. Uh, I got assaulted and started filming. Let me show you the video. I got assaulted in this bar twice in a row. I film myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art. Um, I think it's time for, for Warner Brothers to just replace Ezra Miller in the Flash movie. Because this is this is ridiculous at this point. Imagine you' just like selling your arrest footage as a crypto as an NFT dude. Like.
1: Yeah, what? I can. Oh, yeah. That's not that's not a good thing, bro. Like, I can. It's not cool. Like, who who wants? To, first of all, who wants to own that footage? <laughs> like, uh, I I don't think anybody wants to. Weirdos. <laughs> so that's it's just true. it's just not worth it. Um, but yeah. Once again, like the the amount of NFT, like the the price of NFTs is really determined by the people who want it. Mm. So. Uh, Yeah, nobody wants that shit.
0: If we stop demanding, they'll stop supplying. Exactly. All right, so let's move into actual Overwatchy things before we get into the the League stuff in the next episode or the next episode of this week. I I don't even know what we're terminologying anymore it's too late in the day i'm too tired but anyway okay so uh reddit user named magnar went and they compiled a bunch of overwatch league data and put it into a chart for total hero playtime in minutes um and, and there's a youtube video of it also um and they included a bunch of like little fun tidbits like for example uh torbjorn has 44 hammer kills throughout overwatch league history. Um, and 12 of them, I can't remember who it went to. I'm not looking at the video right now. But one uh, one of the Torbjorn players has like 12 of them by themselves. Anyway, um, Kevin, guess who the top three and the bottom three heroes are? And then I'll drop the uh, the image for you into our notes page.
1: For Overwatch 1 or 2?
0: For the entirety just of Overwatch. Like
1: the, entirety, the entirety of From Overwatch. the
0: beginning of Overwatch League until oh, now. That's a
1: lot. Um. So top three, top three played. Um, yeah. Okay. In playtime. In playtime, Lucio. Okay. Um, I would say Lucio then Reinhardt. No, 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 Lucio Diva. Yeah, that third spot is kind of, it's kind of lingering. I don't so you're know. You're playing Lucio
0: if, at your t- as your top.
1: I think Lucio. Would, okay. would be the most played hero. Okay lucio then diva i think is is the correct like first two ish and then Mm -hmm. it depends on who that last one is i would i want to say i want to say zarya but i could also see it be anna because anna also has like a lot of prowess but like you have to consider that they were also like added well anna was added later but i don't know if that Mm -hmm. was like enough to be like not of all time I mean, Anna was
0: um, was added fairly soon after yeah. the game started.
1: Hmm. I feel like Reinhardt would be a lot more obvious because, like, I I do think Diva, Diva, and Lucio are for sure like my first two picks, and then like the last one is either a toss up between like Reinhardt or Anna. Um, I don't think there's any DPS players or like DPS like characters that like. Mm-hmm. I can clearly remember there always always has been X, Y, or Z because yeah. like the meta shifts every once in a while and then you just get like, yeah, there's you get a meta shifts meta. and there's
0: also a lot of a lot more variety there. So that's, yeah, that's there's a lot more
1: options to play with. Um, and then we're talking about least now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the least, oh god, least played heroes. Okay. Um, let me think here. Let me think. Uh, Okay. Um, probably have to think more recent. I would say Wrecking Ball, uh, is probably one of the least played heroes. Maybe Soldier Seventy Six might be mm-hmm. least played. Okay. Um, just because like we don't we don't see him as often. Um, and then a last pick. Last pick. Um, man, I feel like all of the. All of the supports and tanks really had their time in the light at one point. Like there was a Zen meta for a while. Mercy was huge at the very beginning of the league. Um, big
0: Res, dude. Big res. Game changer. Yeah, you
1: know, big res was kind of kind of important. Um I don't know if
0: uh
1: Okay, so I have Hammond, I have Soldier 76. I don't know I feel like Sigma was important enough to like make the middle of the list. Um yeah, support wise, I mean Baptiste had his time as well. There's like a lot of like Am I missing some like and the Moira was important for the longest time too. So like they all really had their own spot. Um Okay, I'm gonna say he was only meta for like one really good season. I'm gonna say Reaper is also on that list.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I think that's a safe bet. So, uh, so most is Lucio Diva, and I'll say, you know what? We'll go Lucio Diva Moira. Those are no, 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 not Moira. We'll we'll go Reinhardt. So Lucio okay. Diva Reinhardt for the top three. For the bottom three, it's Hamster, Soldier, and Reaper.
0: I just dropped the chart in to our okay, notes.
1: Let's. You uh, got
0: close on the top.
1: Let's take the peek.
0: Almost close on the bottom. Okay,
1: so okay, okay. maybe maybe I'm missing somebody completely, and I'm just like completely. Bra- I was completely missing people. Oh my god!
0: So top hero with sixty thousand seven hundred fifty-two minutes across all seasons so far. Diva. Next with fifty thousand fifty-six minutes, Zenyatta and then rounding out the top 3 at 41,554
1: was Lucio. So yeah, the Diva Lucio was 100% there. The Zinata, yeah. like it, it because there's a little just bit of a curse.
0: had such utility that like never really went away like Lucio yeah. always used for taxi. Diva has like the remack and the ability to like she's she's good defense, she's good offense. She can also clear a point or or take space with her her ult.
1: Mm-hmm. And so. then like Zenyata always had like transcendence if you ever needed mm-hmm. it for um like Grav Dragon or some way yep. to get out. Grav dragon just...
0: with dragon blade, good for and dive. Damage. If you can you can tag someone with the Discord orb.
1: And we also had to consider uh just Jonak.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Octopus himself always just rocking that Zenyatta pick. Yeah. Um so going down the list, I'm not going to read the rest of the times until like the bottom three. But the rest of, of the uh, the picks in descending order are Winston, Brigitte, Mercy, Arisa, Tracer, Reinhardt, Zarya, Anna, Widowmaker, Baptiste, Sombra, Sigma, Genji, May, Moira, Ash, Roadhog, Cowboy, Reaper, Farah, Hanzo, Junkrat, wrecking ball echo doomfist soldier 76 which leaves the last three heroes torbjorn with 1403 minutes bastion with 12 1216 minutes and finally Sumetra with only 1015 minutes
1: yeah it, i i totally forgot you know like the dps players are definitely ones that we won't see the most mm-hmm. um but, yeah, I, I thought, you know, Reaper had his time with the Beyblade yeah. meta. Uh, Soldier had a little bit of time in the sunshine. And I thought Doomfist would be a lot higher on this list, honestly. Um, I think
0: now he'll, he'll definitely go up higher now that he's a tank.
1: He's a tank, yeah. It's, it's definitely going to work there. But, yeah, the Symmetra meta, there was no, there was not a lot of time for Symmetra. And then by yeah. the time that we got the teleporter, it was only for, like, first point utility. Like, just to roll out quick. Mm-hmm. Um bastion obviously like very very niche pick if you happen to get it down it, it i mean architect chandelier uh, bastion <laughs> oh, no. is always one thing that like will forever live there and then anybody who gets a kill with torbjorn is is crazy so uh we we've seen it before we've seen it happen in the past so again 44 definitely. hammer
0: kills in, in league history
1: yeah so it, it's just an impressive chart really it it just shows how crazy like we enjoy playing our heroes and where we kind of lie yeah you know
0: any one of these surprise you?
1: Uh Arissa. being higher than than uh Reinhardt is one that really mm-hmm. like that one like really messed with me because I, I thought like, oh okay, well like Reinhardt, you know, uh the, the president of the GOATs meta, the uh you know, kind of the go to staple, and then like they introduced Arissa. Um, I just didn't think I would see Arissa this high, yeah. considering like the the time that we did see Arisa, it was like Arisa Sigma and, Ar- and Arisa Roadhog were, were kind of the main metas at the time. But um, I didn't think that that was more time than than Reinhardt in the meta. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Winston just kind of being up there on his own. Like that's just during dive meta. You kind of expect that. Um, yeah, I I felt like. I, I remember why Sombra's up this high too. It's just because of like you could use it as a utility pick. Oh yeah. Um back. Definitely. Like you could have used it just to hack and and eat eat up space in the back. Um
0: really good for dive.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I felt like everything else was kind of like expected kind of falling where they needed to fall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Yeah, there's nothing that's like too crazy. Um the that's the only one that really surprised me that Orissa has more more minutes in play time than than reinhardt because I, I thought that was going to be definitely the flip but yeah um yeah it, it just kinda, it's just kind of it's kind of there it's just and then another one was like the a lot more mercy over uh over anna i thought mm-hmm. i thought anna oh, and moira had a yeah. lot i had a lot more minutes out there but like at the same time like you have to consider like this is from the beginning of the league like maybe right you know certain things weren't working you know you still had neptuno doing crazy things on on Mm -hmm. valkyrie um and yeah there's just a lot of things that you could work with so yeah um yeah it, it overall not really surprising but at the same time it's like there's some of them that i'm just like oh that's kind of weird
0: if you want to watch this video it's called total overwatch league hero playtime bar chart race um it's by the youtube user magnar again um, it's a really fun video to watch. And it, like I said, Magnar has inserted a little bit of like trivia in it as you're watching like the different bars grow and race and seeing them overtake each other. It's a lot of fun. Um, I would highly recommend it if you get the chance to watch it. Um, but moving on, our next story is that we did get an a Overwatch league or an Overwatch uh, patch in our patch notes. Um, this is only in the beta, so it doesn't really apply to um the normal game uh as as much but we got uh, changes to sojourn soldier sombra um a lot of the characters most notable i think is definitely going to be the zenyatta change people were calling it zenyita um just an, a quick overview of the more um the, the more substantial changes so far so sojourn is already getting changed because some people were having trouble landing shots with her alt fire so they made the whiff of the railgun alt fire increase from 0.05 meters to 0.1 meters um, and her cooldown for her power slide is reduced from seven to six because they wanted to increase her mobility um the tactical visor for soldier 76 has now been changed to allow for critical hits so you can get like headshots and whatnot with tech visor where you couldn't before because it was only aiming at the body um roadhog was a really big change um people thought that roadhog was underperforming so they changed his alt to kind of be like um a transformational like what you get with winston or soldier 76 where um it kind of changes your form or like with, with bastion too it changes your form and you when you're pressing fire it you fire differently. So with Roadhog, Whole Hog is going to be like that where when you're pressing trigger, he'll do the Whole Hog shooting thing. You can also use all of your abilities while Whole Hog has been activated. Um, And stuns are no longer cancel this ultimate. So um, a huge beef up to the utility and hopefully survivability of Roadhog's ultimate. Um, Wrecking Ball was added back in. They changed him so that his knockback is increased by 36%. And they wanted to give him a, a stronger role as a dive tank. And yeah, the uh, and the other big, really big change here is to Zenyatta. Uh again, people call this the Zenyita. They wanted to him, have him to have a little bit more survivability when being dove upon. So they um increased his base shields from 150 to 75 and gave him a new pass ability, passive ability called Snap Kick which increases the damage of his melee attack by 50% and increases its knockback significantly. Like there's videos online of just him absolutely just pretty much drop kicking Tracer, a hefty distance and, and getting a, a nice environmental kill. So Zenyatta is going to get a little bit of a, a quality of life increase and hopefully help him survive a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, and it, it's good to like that's one thing that like as a Zenyatta, you're very scared of just getting dove on and not being able to do anything. Um, but also, you know, it's great to just be able to punt your opponents into the <laughs> into the abyss. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we have that as an option now.
0: Kick them into the nether realm. So for our next uh story, we're looking at Twitch. So um back when Overwatch 2 was announced that they would be giving drops from watching the league um overwatch 2 actually had a significant increase in in viewership um i believe they set a record with 1.5 million concurrent views at the time and they had really big streamers like i think pokimane and xqc um moon moon were all streaming overwatch 2 but now that that's over um according to reports overwatch 2 has lost 99 of its twitch audience like people are just not tuning in for overwatch 2 part of that may be because they're all playing the game <laughs> No, um but again part of that is also like people just tuned in because they wanted to get access to the beta they don't actually really care about watching overwatch 2 um what are your thoughts on this kevin
1: uh, exactly that they wanted access to the beta uh the time to do it was when you know the big streamers had beta access to it and then you just essentially watch it to go and get it you know uh, yeah. that was that was the main reason the drawn the uh go-to you know uh for a lot of it um so honestly i i do think that that was a go-to um i i don't see it um i don't see it as anything else, and, Honestly, like it, it does feel like the same deal that we've had for you know overwatch one so far mm-hmm. as well where it's like you, you can't just expect a boom of people to go ahead and watch um you know the league again just because they they want the you know they want the they want the main things they just want the beta access that's, that's just the main thing that everybody's yeah. out for so, um I do think that that is that is the go-to um, and I don't expect it to change anytime soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Like at, at this point, Overwatch 2 isn't even in the top 20 watched games on Twitch. It's really struggling. Um, part of, of why I think Overwatch 2 in general might be struggling. And this, this is, I don't know how, how confirmed this is, but it's the story is making the rounds. According to this Korean YouTuber whose comments were translated by a Redditor called TCGTMS. Um, I don't know how they're getting their information, but according to Dexerto, they're uh, a Korean Overwatch insider. Um, but originally, according to them, the plans, while Jeff Kaplan was still part of Overwatch, one was that it would be mostly a, a game as it was with very few tweaks being done to the game and like it, it wouldn't really be the live service game that we know it right now um obviously that changed and they continued to give updates to the game at one point they were doing that um but as development for overwatch 2 was, was beginning um jeff's focus was completely into the the pve mode he didn't really care about pvp um and so as that stagnated and and was hitting roadblocks and stuck in development hell the pvp was suffering and jeff really didn't care about fixing it um apparently walter kong who came from epic games um i guess he came into blizzard from there uh was pushing for overwatch 2's pvp to be separated from the pve and was pushing for just more development on the PvP because that's where a, currently a majority of the players are are looking. They're 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 working on PvP because they have friends, or they have the league, or they just want to compete. Um, and according to this YouTuber, this is the main reason why Jeff left is because he was not getting his way with Overwatch 2. He didn't care about PvP. Um, And the focus on PvP just kind of rubbed him the wrong way. Um, And here's this quote. um, The source credits Walter Kong, who came from Epic Games, is making the call to split Overwatch 2's PvE and PvP to get the game out sooner, claiming that this was why the beta felt so bare bones to some. Without a change in leadership to Walter, Overwatch players would not have had had any hands-on experience with Overwatch 2. The only thing they would have seen was endless delays in both showing and delivering the game. So um it's interesting to hear that side of Jeff. I mean, considering that Overwatch 2 essentially was his brainchild um, and seeing his focus being different from what feels like what people actually wanted out of Overwatch is, it's a little strange and it's a little strange to hear that the blame for it being bare bones is placed on him.
1: Yeah, that is kind of a weird, like, thing to especially put on 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 Jeff of all people like he, I, don't, I don't think that's the reason why you know if anything he left he left because it was just like oh we're only going to do PVP like that is not something that Jeff would just leave over like I, I do think that you know it was not only the culture and the reason why Overwatch had its own kind of like sector but it's also just like fundamental changes to the vision that jeff had um for overwatch one and the reason why it made it so good um was kind of the reason why he left not probably just differences of the way how the game was not only sent but also just the way how you know it it carried itself especially after you know everything that has happened with blizzard um jeff was probably one of the guys who just wanted to get out of, of the whole situation and i think that's honestly the the thing that happened here. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I hope that, you know, he doesn't like, this doesn't hurt, you know, Jeff's image at all. Um, I'm for, for me personally, I'm, I'm interested in whatever Jeff happens to be working on right now. If he is working on anything right now, cause like if if we know anything about like how Overwatch made us feel, uh, it would, it would be really important to like, see how well we can take, uh, whatever he's given us right now, you know?
0: Yeah. And last for our our news section, um looking at I guess data mining and looking at things that are um currently in Overwatch 2's build or things that have been hidden in Overwatch 2's build. People have uncovered things like um Kings Row's very expansive PVE section or um things like that and, and glitching into things and finding things. Um But something that people have found by looking into the cosmetic section of the game is that like looking at the new menus, you're able to like star your favorite options and things like that. And people are, um, there's a new icon in the game section where you can equip sprays, highlight intros and more. And it looks like it's going to be a lot easier access to kind of change these things on the fly. But also um, when you're looking at like, the weapon skins are like the weapons things, like you you know you have like default and you have golden in Overwatch One currently, right? Mm-hmm. Um in this current Overwatch 2 beta build, um, those options are starred, which means people are are trying to extrapolate from that, like, huh? So maybe this means we'll have different options besides just like standard and golden. Because if you're able to star them, it'd be weird if you're only starring between (laughs) two options you know so Mm -hmm. i don't know what i mean obviously no one knows what like this might be but this is just another interesting update into kind of the cosmetics that we might be able to earn and it might be just a bigger draw for players to kind of unlock things and and play the game more when you get overwatch 2
1: yeah one thing that like i i hope that this is kind of like what it what it ends up being, um, if filtering allows you to select like skin randomizing, does that make sense? So like, yeah, before you enter into the game, like you don't have to just select, Oh, I only want to play this doom fist. Right. Yeah. Um, it could like load you in with like this one or a, a different, you know, skin of your choice. And you could have that as an option moving forward. Um, Mm -hmm. I I do think that that would be that's something that I've been trying to like, like, I feel like Valorant could also do with with gun skins where you can like favorite certain ones and then it randomizes whenever you enter into the game. Um, But I do think that that is a cool way of going about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually all we had for news this week. Um, Anything you wanted to talk about, Kevin, or add before? We we break and record the uh the league section.
1: Uh, no, not really. I, I thought you know overall gaming there's just a lot of cool things happening. Uh, just check check around for whatever you guys want to do. Uh, for me personally, uh, I'm going to be playing Super Auto Pets, um, just because they re- they released a new expansion pack for it. Um, it does cost money. Uh, unfortunately, but super auto pets is just like one of those like chill games have us also be on your phone. So yeah, that's the, that's what I've been spending my time doing. Um, But yeah, I hope everybody is still enjoying, you know, overwatch news uh, and and hearing everything that happens to come out of the, uh, out of blizzard in general. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely keep you updated on that.
0: Yeah. Thanks guys for tuning into the first episode of our new season. Uh, thank you for tuning in for as long as you have, and if you're joining us new, thank you for listening to our episode and listening to listening to two two geeky dudes from California Babylon about Overwatch. Um, if you are so inclined, please do take a listen to our League gameplay section as well. And yeah, we'll catch you next week and update you on all the video game geeky news of the week. Thanks, guys, and we'll catch you soon. Adios.
1: Next week, we update you on the Overwatch League and the world of gaming.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show,